1: Hi beautiful. I'm so happy you are here. Wow, this is going to be an exciting episode because we're going to be talking about something that I've actually I've had this on my heart to talk about it for a while and didn't know, you know, I not that there's a bad time. I just didn't know. I was like when when do I share this? When do I talk about this? And typically when I hear something really loud inside of me saying okay, people need to know about this. I can't really hold on to the idea for long. I need to go live. I need to do a podcast episode. I need to make a post around it. So that is what inspired today's episode. We're going to be diving into common myths about what it takes to attract love. So this is going to be a myth-busting episode. So I'm gonna be sharing with you some common myths that I hear from women in my community that you know I've thought at one point in time, and I can read your mind, so maybe you've thought about these myths and believed them at one point in time, and I'm gonna be sharing a new perspective for you. I'm gonna be sharing another way that you can look at this, and hopefully, my hope, my intention is that you are going to walk away from this episode having a new excitement and having a new fate, having a new sense of possibility when it comes to your dating reality. So let's go ahead and dive in. So when it comes to you know, knowing that we need to do the work to attract our dream relationship, and the reason why I say knowing we need to do the work is because we know that we're committed to growing, we want to have the best relationship ever. And it's really easy to think, oh my gosh, there's so many things I need to fix about myself before I'm ready. So it's a double-edged sword because it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be motivated to grow and to get better. But when is it too much? When, is it too, when are we taking it too far? When is it too crazy? So the first myth is that you need to be fully healed from all of your pain from the past in order to be able to date. So let's say that you had a breakup, you know, six months ago and you're like, well, I still think about my ex or I still, you know, get triggered when I see his photo or, you know, I still miss him. Maybe I'm not fully ready to move on. Or maybe you've had some, difficult things happen in your past. As I know a lot of us have, we all have our own unique story and you feel like there still are things that come up for you. Maybe you even believe that there's certain things that make you unlovable or undesirable to date because of your past. So you've convinced yourself, you tell yourself this story that, oh, you know, I still have so many things I need to fix and work on. So I, I can't date right now. Or I need to, you know, stay in therapy. I need to just keep working on these things and then I'll be ready. That is one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves is, you know, and then I'll be ready at that point in time. I'll be ready. We think that there's going to be this huge defining moment where we go, yep, I have it all figured out. I'm all the way healed and I'm ready. I'm ready to start dating. And if you expect that moment to come you'll probably find that all the times you said it would come in the past, it hasn't. And that's because there's always going to be another line. There's always going to be another level in which to grow. And you're always going to be able to tell yourself, oh, I'm not ready. I can't do that yet. So when we think about you know healing from your pain from the past and what that could mean in terms of a relationship, you need to know that healing is a lifelong journey. There are always going to be things that you are healing from. Healing is not something like, oh, I did it. I healed. Now I'm all good because pain can pop up in so many different ways. You could, you know, be completely over your ex and you guys broke up five years ago and then, randomly something happens, a song comes on, you smell the cologne he used to wear and it brings you right back even five years later. And now you're like, Oh, I'm still thinking about him. And then you go and creep on his Facebook and then you see, you know, Oh my God, he's married. No way. And it sends you in a spiral. And then you go, yep. See, I'm still, I'm still not healed. I'm still not ready. Okay. And that is you holding yourself small because guess what? We are always going to have things from our past come up, jump in our face, try to get our attention. And that's just because it's ready to be healed. It's ready to be released. It's ready to be looked at. So know that you will always have something you can heal from and work on and new things are going to happen there are things that are happening in your life right now that are actually causing you trauma that you're not aware of in real time and so later you will be presented with the option to heal from them i can share from my personal experience being in a committed relationship with an incredible man We're constantly, constantly healing through stuff separately. And we share that. You know, today I shared, just today I shared with Ryan. It's like I'm having grief come up about an old friendship, someone I'm no longer friends with. And I was feeling a lot of hurt around it and a lot of sadness. No particular reason, nothing happened. But I was just like, oh, maybe it's the time of the year. I started, you know, feeling sad. And Ryan has shared with me too, you know, he has had a serious relationship before me and there was some trauma with that relationship and that comes up. And it doesn't mean that neither of us is ready. It's that we're willing to look at things that are getting in our way. So, how about instead? Here is how we're busting this myth right now. Instead of convincing yourself that you need to figure it out on your own and you need to be completely healed and completely flushed away from you know feelings of your ex, things that happened to you in your childhood, rather than saying that you need to be completely healed. What if you focused on knowing that you are committed to growing and moving through things and you're also going to attract a partner who values that too, who values healing and will be willing to look at things getting in their way in a relationship. So it's your responsibility to do the work now to heal and release. And also do that with knowing that the way you're healing, the tools you're learning now, you're going to be able to bring that energy into your future relationship. So I want you to know that you are, it's not your responsibility to heal a lifetime of trauma within the next three months so that you can be ready to date. That's not how it works. And if we play that game, you will always find a reason to stay single and stay in that same place. And I know you don't want that. So that is the first first myth. Now let's dive into myth number two. Myth number two, you cannot be in a transitional phase while dating. So that could be like, you're looking for a new career. Maybe you got laid off of your job during COVID and you're, you're trying to make ends meet. You're trying to figure it out. Maybe you're living with your parents or living with a family member. It's less than ideal. Maybe you're a caretaker right now. Maybe you have crazy hours that you're working. Maybe you have three jobs right now and you think, oh, I'm in this transitional, undesirable place. This is not a good time. This is not where I can find a relationship. Hi beautiful I hope you are loving today's episode of the Mindful Bates podcast. okay I wanted to pop in real quick to share something super exciting with you. So I have an incredible incredible program called Fall in Love. It's for single women who are ready and serious about doing the inner work so that they can attract their dream partnership. The premise of the fall in Love program is to really support you with clearing out the past, getting through what's been in the way, and stepping into your full confidence to fall in love with you and from that place of love, attract your dream partnership. Fall in Love is my signature program. It's what I'm most known for. And inside of Fall in Love, you will have an incredible level of intimate support for 12 weeks. You're going to be with like-minded women who have been hand-selected to join the program, and you're also going to have unlimited support from me. So I really want to do this with you. I know that you're ready for 2021 to finally be the year you have it all. And I know that you're ready to attract your dream partner. You do not need to go at it alone. I'm here and I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. Each round of fall in love, I completely sell out, which means that I have way more women applying to join than I have spots open. So if you want to be the first to know, if you want to be one of the first ones to apply and have the chance to claim your spot, spots are very, very limited this round, then I invite you to join the waitlist. It's absolutely no obligation. You're just going to be the first one to have the opportunity to apply. And I'm going to give you a $200 bonus. You're going to get $200 off your tuition for fall in love. So by joining the waitlist, that's the only way to get these savings and you're going to be the first to know when I open up applications. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes to join the waitlist for fall in love. And I cannot wait to support you this year. Let's do this. And here's the actual truth about that. So transitional phases, they really bring out our character. They show us what we're made of. And sometimes the things that you are transitioning into or from or with those things actually help guide you toward where you want to be. I can't tell you how many women I know in my community who lost their jobs during the pandemic and they have said to me, it's been the greatest thing that's happened to me because I discovered that I actually want to start my own business or I've discovered that, you know, I really wasn't happy at that company. So now I'm going to find my dream company to work at. So transitional phases are incredible because it calls for a new way of thinking, a new way of being. It calls for humility and also looking at things. So it's all about the way in which you present it too. So if you believe, oh my gosh, I'm living at home with my parents and that's really unattractive. No one's going to want to date me. Then that's the reality you're going to create. <laughs> then you'll attract someone who will also judge that part of you. So what if you didn't judge yourself for the transitional phase you're in? You really owned it. So let's say, for example, you are living with your parents because you have some financial goals. That is perfect, perfectly reasonable. Any decent human being will understand, wow, that's really awesome. You know, she's living at home with her parents right now while she's saving up to buy a house or move out on her own, or she has a kid and the kid is with her grandparents. That's so great, right? So it's all about you owning where you're at. Because if we're scared of, you know, how things look on the outside, then we're going to get in this place where... We are so scared of judgment, we end up judging ourselves and we end up attracting that. So what if you chose to believe that you're actually in the perfect position now, that you being in a transitional phase is showing your character, showing your grit, and it can also open up for you to be even more vulnerable and attract someone incredible from that space. Okay. So here is another myth. So another myth is that you need to look and feel your best to be ready to date, to be ready to attract your dream partner. So looking and feeling your best, right? So being a certain weight and, you know, let's say you have a fitness goal. You really want to look that way. You really want to be a certain weight and you're like, well, until I'm this weight or fit into this size pant, then I can't start dating. Or, you know, oh, I'm, you know, working on <laughs> clearing up my acne scars and, you know, I'm getting these procedures done and I can't date until I'm done with these procedures. Or, you know, oh, my hair, I'm trying to, you know, go back from dark to blonde and it looks bad and, you know, it's going to be weird. I, I can't date. There's so many things that we can use as a reason to not put ourselves out there and not date and looks can be one of them. I promise you that the person for you, your person will love you for every single pound in your body for every, you know, wrinkle, stretch marks, cellulite. They're going to love you for all of you. They're going to love you for how you look today, your heart. So you are doing a massive disservice by hiding out until you feel like you will be desirable for somebody based on your weight or a physical appearance or feeling your are best. There are so many human beings on this earth ready to love you right now for who you are today. And they're, by the time they find you, they're going to say, what took you so long? I was looking for you. So you're ready. You are perfect today. Okay, and now let's talk about this last huge myth. So the myth is that other areas of your life will suffer if you attract your dream partner. So this is actually pretty deep. This is actually huge. There are reasons that people feel scared and that people will actually not want to attract a relationship. And the thing is, this is on a subconscious level. So you may be one of these people I'm talking about. You may be like, well, Valerie, I'm ready to attract my dream partner. I'm ready to be in a relationship. But secretly, you have a fear that you'll piss someone off if you get in a relationship. Like maybe your mom is super jaded and she's been single for a long, long time and it's always been the two of you and you're now going to be happy in a relationship and you're scared of abandoning her. Or maybe you have this belief that A relationship will take away from things that are important to you, like your career, or maybe you have your own business, or friendships, or your ability to travel. So consciously, you could say, I'm ready for a relationship. I want a relationship. But unconsciously, you're scared to death of what will happen. You're super scared that other areas of your life will take a hit. And that is all a myth, because who's in control of that? You. Sure, you'll spend more time with your person, but that doesn't need to affect the quality of time that you spend with your friends or the focus that you have with your business, with work, with whatever the thing is. Love will only be a distraction if you let it. It's only going to take away from what's important to you if you allow it. I remember Ryan and I started dating right when I had taken my business from a side hustle where I had my full-time career, you know, paying for things. And I was trying to get my coaching business off the ground. I left my corporate job. I made the leap. And I needed to be completely 1000% focused and really get my business off the ground because I took that leap truthfully before my bank account would say that I was ready. And I just knew that I was doing such a massive disservice by having, you know, so much, of my energy taken 45 hours a week at a career I wasn't passionate about. And then it was like, leftovers were going toward my business toward my clients and i was like nope and ryan and i started dating at that time and i remember at first being like, this guy's going to get in the way of my business launching and he's going to get in the way of me, you know, being really successful. And that wasn't the case at all, because I decided not to, we had a serious conversation. I was like, look, my business comes first right now. And he said, I get it. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. I want you to win. I'm never going to get in the way of that. And guess what? He has helped me just by being in my life and being a support. He has helped me grow my business massively. And these are in ways that I'm not even aware of in intangible ways. His energy has contributed toward my success. And that's what I decided was going to happen. So, what are you deciding? Are you deciding that you can have it all? Are you deciding that a relationship will only enhance your life? Are you deciding that you getting into a relationship will have you feel happy and positive and give you more energy so that you can bring that energy into work, into your friendships, into your family? Won't everyone benefit from you being happy and from you finally being in a healthy relationship? So, these are some myths that. I want you to consider and I want to hear if this episode resonated with you please 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 share it on your story share it on share it with a girlfriend who gets to hear this message I appreciate that so much. And as always, I love, love, love when you leave a review and let me know why you love the podcast. I would be super honored, super, super happy. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at The Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going. And I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.